You're listening to Rooted, a podcast that we release every week on Thursdays at 7 o'clock. You can find us on SoundCloud at Forrester Radio Rooted, or you can listen to us on Forrester Radio 105.5 WQHU. My name is Peter Price, and I'm here with Kyle Jackson. Mm -hmm. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and all that? Well, I am in a band called James and the Drifters. Um, I... Uh, that is not my full-time job. I have a full-time job in social work. I've been doing it for about three years. I graduated from Ball State, um, so I'm not a Huntington native. Uh, I grew up in a small town called Milford, which is uh, right in between Warsaw and Goshen. Found myself in Huntington after post-college, just kind of looking for that next thing for me. I wound up being a part of a church in Huntington called the 509. It was really neat to be a part of that at that time. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's great now. I, I don't live in, in Huntington any longer. I, I'm, I'm in Fort Wayne now. But it was just very much community-oriented, and I lived in a, you know, like a house with some other dudes. So anyway, that's how I got to Huntington, <laughs> and that's kind of um, what, what brought me here. And now, now you say you're in a band called James and the Drifters, and your name is Kyle Jackson. Mm -hmm. how, how did the name uh, James and the Drifters come around? Well, so I said, like, uh, the, the community that we were in at the time. So the band kind of formulated out of that community. So there was um, just a huge focus on art and uh, creation and just uh, feeding into each other's um, creation and, and making it something greater. And so out of that, you know, myself as like a amateur songwriter at the time, you know, uh, I was all about it. And so w there were three of us um, within the community um, at the time that we were all like, you know, we all, we all have like a handful of songs. Let's get together and let's go record these and let's record on each other's songs and make them way cooler. And we were coming from coming back from that. We just, it was insane. We knocked out like in eight hours, like eighteen songs oh or something. Oh gosh, <laughs> it was stupid. Like they didn't sound good, but we had so much fun. And uh, we were coming back from that, and we're like, yeah, we need to start playing out. Like this is a good little thing we got going on here. It wasn't even intentional. It was just, it just kind of fell into our laps. And so we were like, well, we'll just sit on it for a little bit. And so we were, me and my my friend Tyler who is no longer in the band, but um, we've been through 15 members over the course of seven, eight years. But um, so we were driving around town and there was this random dude named James and uh, he was in a different place. We'll just say that. Um, <laughs> and he put his thumb out and we picked him up and he was just saying the most ridiculous stuff and we thought it was hilarious. You know, over the next couple days, like we were trying to, I mean, it's really hard to come up with a band name. Like, a good one and and we debated so many times you know changing the name but that's how we got James and the Drifters and you know when you get like 2,000 followers on Facebook and you know everyone knows that that's your name it's really hard to change your name at that point yeah. and and I wouldn't even want to change it at this point like <laughs> it just kind of is what it is I'm not like thrilled about that name <laughs> but <laughs> but like uh I don't know. Somebody said something the other week, and uh, and they were like, "Well, that doesn't even apply to this." And I was like, "This whole band was built on things that don't necessarily apply, you know." <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's kind of how we got the name. 
and then uh, we were uh, we we actually met a few other people within our community. Um, people within our community interacted with some other people named James um, that um, that made it evident to us that that was a sign that that we should you know that we made the the right choice you know even after we'd already done that if someone doesn't know what kind of music you guys play what would you guys like describe it as man it's really hard um especially because like i feel like every every album is is just the product of the members that have been in it at the time and you know when it first started it was super folk i mean it was like um, me on acoustic. I've always been on acoustic. <laughs> that really hasn't changed much. I mean, I dabbled in electric for a while, and it just it it wasn't working out. Um, so me on acoustic, and um, my buddy Brent played electric, and he pretty much did everything. There was a show where he played electric, mandolin, and kick drum the whole time. You know, when we, we were first getting going, and then um, and then Tyler played accordion and. Uh, and sang, you know, with with focus on on the harmonies. And Tyler and I still play together. We play in like a little side project band called Oh Sister Brother. But um, yeah, so back to the the genre. Like our first album was super folky because it was just that little three piece. And then and then our friend Amos added some songs to it too. So we had some like piano. Amos Kaylee used to be in. Uh, he used to be the front man for uh, Attaboy. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, back in the day, back in the day, and he did that for years and years, and then they moved out to to uh, New Jersey, and now they're in Philly. But yeah, and then uh, the second album, you know, we started to introduce a little more like electric guitar, but but still definitely folky. Um, third album was like, I think I played electric on that album, so it was okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and then our fourth album was uh, uh, all that gold, and I think that that was a big turning point for the band. Like we uh, we kind of found our groove um, as far as you know what what we wanted to create. We got into a little more um, electronic stuff in the background, but like kept our roots with the folk rock. And then a year later, we went to Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and recorded at Fame Studios um, wow. with the. Ben Ben Tanner from uh, he plays in Alabama Shakes, and he he produced it. And we got oh, to wow. we got to meet John Paul White at Sundrop Studios. It was really fun, just like a super unique experience. And we we got a we spent way too money on an air too much money on an Airbnb, and <laughs> uh, we just wanted to you know it was like uh, it was almost like a, a honeymoon phase. Like we were just like oh that's all right baby we're gonna we're gonna drop some money you know. <laughs> um, so yeah yeah that was um, and that was we wanted to kind of put out like a I don't even like a more of a soul. Mm-hmm. So so I don't know every every single album's kind of been this like evolution. And to put a genre on it is really, really hard. But when you talk to producers or, you know, record labels, they, w- they want to be able to put a genre on you. They want to be able to classify you so that they can market you. And that's been really hard for us, <laughs> you know. Yep. And when we have those talks. So 
Um, I remember you were saying that you that there have been like fifteen ish members that have been going through. Uh-huh. What what's it like having all those different the different changes in your band with new people, new bringing new ideas and all that? Yeah, I mean it's good and bad. Um, you know, every time a member leaves, it it's really really hard uh, because not only do you lose somebody that you really care about and that you've you know kind of grown to love um if you didn't already mm-hmm. you know before they were a part of it but you also you know realize that there's something missing now and you have to fill that void so you bring in somebody new well that's great we have somebody new but now we have to now they have to learn all of our songs and then you have to you know go through the uh chaos of teaching somebody your entire catalog so that they can play three hour sets with you for 400 bucks on a Friday (laughs) night, you know, (laughs) um, at least that's what it was initially. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm just, I'm thankful for the group that we have now and I'm very encouraged because I don't think that we'll have any more changeover for a long time. If anything, we'll, we'll add somebody, but I don't think we're going to be losing anyone until all this is over. So that's that's a comforting feeling, you know. I, I can imagine. <laughs> having, having people there that now to stay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please. Please don't go. Being in a band and having people coming and going as much as they do, mm-hmm. uh, how do you guys, how do you guys stay like a family or like a, bro- a group of brothers? How do you guys stay mm-hmm. close? I mean, we've we've had a few crossroads. There was one time where like three guys left at once. Like, and that was shortly after all that gold was just released. And, man, that was hard. <laughs> that was really hard. But, I mean, the fact that, like, we replaced them with, um, with very talented people um, and we were able to, to find people right away that were so eager. You know, we kind of used that energy to just kind of push us forward. Like, they were so pumped to be part of this band. You know, I mean, a lot of times it's like this brand is already created. Like, we've put in the work. We've done, like, everything. You just have to climb on board and and ride the ship, you know. So that's super fun for somebody to want to be a part of that. It's not like we have to beg people to be a part of this band at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's super encouraging for me that that we were able to find people that were like-minded, you know, because there's there have been people that have approached us and it's just like, nah, you know, well, I don't think this is the right fit for this band. And uh, so we were just super fortunate, super, super lucky um, to to find the right people. But yeah, I mean, it's very much a brotherhood. You know, we uh, we're we're pretty involved in each other's lives. I mean, we practice weekly, sometimes multiple times a week. It just depends. Everyone's got full time jobs. And uh, yeah, so that's I think that's we're all we're all wanting the same thing. We're all feeding into the same thing, and it's kind of keeps us together, you know. I completely understand. You got kind of got to have that brotherhood when you're going around with a bunch of guys all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, how do you guys like focus on God at points? Because like I know that's something that that could be hard, like with a bunch of guy with a bunch of different guys with a bunch of different viewpoints. Sure. Or something. Well, and I don't think I've ever, like, discussed this with anyone, but this is not a Christian band. We don't market ourselves as a Christian band. Some of us may be Christians, but we don't, like, we don't 
I guess, market ourselves that way. Um, that's not what we're looking for. Like, um, we very much, I mean, if you listen to our music, you can, you know, Christian or not, like, um, you know, any faith, really. I mean, you can, you can sense that there's something really beautiful here and there's something to connect with. So I guess that's my hope. <laughs> more so than anything else. But yeah, uh, I mean, as far as the spiritual side, I, I am a Christian. Man, I mean, I, a lot of times, um, you know, music isn't, isn't, it's not like every song that I write is, is I'm looking to like make some, you know, uh, religious statement. It's, it's more so just like these are things, these are real issues in my life that I'm dealing with. And... I can't express them with my words. I'm going to use my my voice, you know, to its fullest, you know, not not just the words, but the music to communicate, you know, the struggles or the joys, the highs and the lows of what's going on. And we all kind of feed into that, whether they're Christian or not, you know. Um, is there any song in particular that you that you can think of that has like some meaning that you would like to share with us about? So uh, there's a song on All That Gold, which was our fourth album, that uh, is called Hallelujah Song. And I wrote that about, uh, so when I was a, a senior in high school at Wawasee High School, I, uh, there were, there was, this, so there's a neighbor's school. They aren't like a rival or anything. It's just, it's just a nearby school. And it's a small school. It's called Fairfield. And for whatever reason that year, there were like four or five seniors that like, died in car accidents or whatever and they were all from Fairfield and it was just like what is going on here that song kind of came out of out of that you know just looking from the outside and seeing all these people that are like uh way too young or I mean in our eyes you know to be to be moving on to the next life or the next level um and, uh, yeah, I mean, the lyrics are, we were driving around town with the one headlight, singing songs from the good old days. We were blowing through signs when the world went white, and we woke up singing songs of praise. So tell my pa that I always loved him well. Tell my ma that I'll see you soon. And tell the love that I left that I never met. There'll be a heavenly honeymoon. If you would have advice for any inspiring or upcoming artists, someone who's just getting into all this, what would it be? You just got to keep making music. And I mean, I've been doing this for close to eight years now. And I went to, I mean, when I was in college, I played in like a, a worship team, like on the outskirts of town and for this church, small, small church. And uh, man, it was so much fun. But that's kind of where I got, I mean, I got my, my start playing in the church. And I mean, playing every week, whether I wanted to or not, I had to because nobody else was going to do it. Uh, that's the beauty of the small church. But uh, especially if you if you form a band, if you're if you're just doing it on your own, I mean, it's so easy. But to do it with other people, in my opinion, is so much more fun and so much more enjoyable. And you could say that about any journey in life. But if you decide to form a band and pursue music in that way, I mean, nine times out of ten, especially when people are coming and going, like, you just have to resolve that you're not going to quit. 
I'm not going to let this go. I've worked too hard for this. It's just don't give up, <laughs> you know? I mean, and it sounds so silly. It sounds so trivial, but, like, it's so true. Sometimes you just got to look at each other and just say, we aren't going to quit. <laughs> We're just going to keep going. And even though we don't know what's going to happen and even though things are super frustrating right now, we're just going to press on and we're just going to play. Man, like our, our, the last person that left the band, we were at a crossroads and, and myself and Andy, our guitar player, we looked at each other and we're like, man, I think we're done. And then Dan, our drummer, he's like, no, I mean, we can't. We can't. Like we never have and we won't. Like we just we just keep pushing on and that's what makes great bands great bands like you just keep making music and you just let it pass that's kind of the secret is just persevere just keep pressing on when when is your next concert where people could come and listen to you so what we've been doing for the past couple years is playing locally um you know when i say locally i mean you know greater fort wayne area um you know the occasional chicago nashville you know show but what we're what we're really trying to do now is, you know, we've we've saved up our money. We've we've, uh, you know, created the band business, the LLC. You know, we're ready to take that next step. And um, and so what you'll see, you know, in the future is, uh, you know, us booking more more Nashville, more, you know, Lexington, Louisville, uh, Chicago, Grand Rapids. Um, Columbus, hopefully, you know, Cincinnati, um, all of these Midwestern, you know, greater Midwest shows, um, or, or these, these markets in the greater Midwest, you know, Indianapolis and, and just, just trying to formulate, uh, I mean, because we're all going to continue to do our full-time jobs until, until we have either an offer that tells us that we don't have to do that anymore mm. or, or we reach a point where we have such a sustainable audience within the Midwest that that we can do it uh, realistically. So uh, whichever comes first. Okay, well, thank you for uh, coming coming on and uh, talking with us all about this. It sounds like you guys had a, one heck of an adventure. Yeah, <laughs> so far so good. <laughs> thank uh, you.